You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive. I'm Sierra, and here we're on the Quick Tip Edition, where we bring a little bit of psychology to our running ability. And today, We're driving a line through why you shouldn't miss a workout. I'm going to kind of explain the behind the scenes of why some of these, you know, these real tough body lifters are like, you should never miss a workout, never miss a Monday. All of these things, like all these quotes we always hear that are starting to almost like be attacked, that are starting to have another side, people on the other side saying, well, you've got to be kind to yourself. That's not very kind to yourself. And then we're, 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 we kind of see both fluctuations, right? And I'm honestly in the middle where you need to be kind to yourself, but you also have, you have to draw that line of what's too much when you start missing something. And here's why. You guys know I'm I'm big in the ABA. I love habits. I love researching why we do what we do, why we think what we think. And when it comes to working out, it's hard. Willpower, I saw somebody post the other day, it's not limited. Willpower is limited. If you've ever gotten through the day and you're ex- absolutely freaking exhausted by the night, you lose willpower. But if you build habits, it becomes easier on your willpower because when you know how something's going to turn out, when you know the outcome of something, you are more likely to do that. That's just how that goes. That's why habits are so important. They don't take a lot of willpower because they're already established. Now, when it comes to training, and I'm going to use my marathon training as an example because I have honestly made the goal every single week of just not missing a run. Just not missing the miles, no matter how hard they are, no matter how much, like how brutal it can get, don't miss those miles. And I'm going to give you my backstory. So my backstory is the past few years, like when I qualified for Boston, I honestly feel like I just kind of like walked across that finish line. I was like, okay, that was easy. Like what's next? And then Boston didn't happen in 2020. I got booted out and I haven't been able to qualify since. The biggest reason I haven't been able to qualify since is because I have not completed a true marathon program since. I have missed mileage. I have missed long runs. I have just gone traveling in between it, didn't really care, didn't do the speed work, didn't do any of the work. So why would I qualify if I haven't done any of the work? Well, when I started trying to get back in to base building and really focusing on the plan, I realized my mindset changed from when I qualified the first time. When I qualified the first time, I think I missed two miles out of my entire program. Even in base building, I was missing runs every other day and it was just a struggle. And I started seeing myself think, Well, I missed Monday. Obviously, I could still run Tuesday. So if I miss Wednesday, I could just make it up on Thursday. Do you see that lazy mindset setting in? It's like dark clouds coming over a mountain where it's like, wow, you've missed one day. Obviously, you didn't die. So you can miss another day. And I realize that's detrimental. Now, here's the problem, though, because when I was qualifying or when I trained to qualify for Boston the first time, I was in that stage of my life. I was in college. I was a straight A 
type A student that never missed any tests. I studied for absolutely everything. I woke up every day at 4.30 to 5 o'clock on the dot. I never slept in. I got every single run in. I did every single workout. I was trying to be this like perfect person on paper. I had a part-time job. I was excelling at that. Like I tried to balance it all. But the thing is, I was missing out on a lot of activities with my friends. My um, boyfriend, well, at the time, but he's still my boyfriend now. A couple of years later, we got back together. But my boyfriend at the time, I kind of, I said no to things with him a lot. I didn't want to go out and go hang with friends at bars. I didn't want to do anything but those things that I was trying to be perfect at. And at the time, I was fine with it. Now, COVID ruined me. I was able to kind of like jumble up everything during COVID. And that's where I lost that very strict mentality I had. I didn't really want to get up early. I didn't really care about being on top of everything. I didn't want that anxiety, that constant struggle I was dealing with during that time when I was consistent, when I was achieving everything, which sounds weird. But if you've been at that high, strung personality point and something ruined it and it dialed you back, you realize I kind of missed out a lot on a lot that I could have made memories with. I always look back on that thinking, I wish that I hung out with my friends more. I wish that I enjoyed college a little bit more. I wish that I did a couple more dumb things or traveled more. And during COVID, I took all that time and I traveled. I did not care about what was going on, where I was. I would tell people, I'm turning my phone off. I'm traveling. I will talk to you later. And that's kind of how that went. And I realized now getting back into it, I have this mentality of not wanting to be strict of if I miss a day, it's not the end of the world. But here's where you're going to have to draw the line. If you want to achieve something, you are going to have to put everything that you can into it. You're going to have to commit to it and you're going to have to commit to what goes along with it. And since then, the last few months have really been me focusing on my thoughts, my what thoughts am I having about if I miss this workout, is it going to be the end of the world? And it's about finding that balance. So here's how I kind of did it. First, I realized, oh, why haven't I qualified for Boston in the past couple of years? Because I didn't do anything to qualify for Boston. I was honestly probably in the worst shape of my life the past couple of years because I just wanted to travel. I just wanted to do things. I didn't really care about going to the gym. I ran and that's about it. And that was just not me. That is just not who I am. Kind of had to reel my back, myself back in there. So you just got to take a mental note of where you're at, where you at, not where you want to be. A lot of us are like, well, I want to be here every time I ask you where you're at now. And I'm like, I don't care where you want to be. You've got to answer, where are you now? And you have to start recognizing your thoughts. It wasn't until I realized that it was so easy to avoid the anxiety of trying to figure out how to put a run into my day or how to get leave a social event earlier the fear of missing out because I have to go for a run. It's so much easier to get rid of the run than to deal with those other things that I just mentioned. And when I realized that me missing my workouts, me missing my runs is due to the fear of, you know, missing out, the fear of dealing with that anxiety that I'm going to have to go through all over again. That was just a normal thing a couple of years ago. And then now that I look back and I already kind of regret not going out with friends, I have that fear that I'm just going to regret again. I didn't do X, Y, Z while I could at that time. 
Do you see where I'm going with this? It's like a circle. It is just this like pure circle of, I don't know how to grab balance. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I have still not achieved balance. I have actually never talked to somebody who has been able to achieve balance. And even people that you think achieve balance are not in balance. And if you ask them, they probably will still say, I don't know, but I'm still trying to figure it out. And so this is where I'm drawing the line. If you are working towards something, choose that something and know it's going to be a season of your life. It's a, if it's a marathon, if it's an ultra marathon, maybe you're focusing on an Ironman, whatever it is, make this a season of your life. Do not make this your whole personality. When I was able to step back and say, I've got 12 weeks to be extremely committed to training. That means, you know, it may mean leaving my social events early. It may mean telling somebody I can't do this because I have to go run because I want to achieve goal X, Y, Z. When you're able to say it's a portion of your life rather than, oh my God, is this never going to end? And if you see that never going to end sign, you're more likely to just break the habit in the moment and splurge on it. This is also goes for diets. If people do not see an end to the diet, they're more likely to say, "Eh, whatever, I'm just going to eat these Oreos, this entire box of Oreos, and I'll start again tomorrow because I have my whole lifetime ahead of me to try to get this down. But if you give yourself a time frame right now, you're more likely to, okay, reel it back in. I'm going to be able to do this for X amount of time. And then I can go back to, you know, doing the things like going out with friends more often, staying out late, whatever it is. And I, I bring that, I bring that example up a lot because I think that's one I've heard from a lot of runners and it is they've, they lose out on time with their family. They lose out on time with their friends, their significant others, or just events in general, because a lot of people that do other things, except us runners don't really want to run. And they don't really understand that you're going to have to go to bed at like 8 p.m. because you have to get up at like 4.30 or 4 o'clock just to go on a run, just to get that run in. And that's okay. That's my last, my last thing I want to leave you guys with is it's okay that other people don't understand. What's important is that you understand your thoughts and feelings of why it's so hard to get yourself to do everything. And then once you do miss that one run. Once you do miss that one workout, it gets so much easier to keep missing because there might be a different thought, feeling, consequence on the other side that if you were to skip that event, skip whatever was in your way of the run, it might be more detrimental maybe even to how you feel your emotions than just skipping that run. I know I went on a really long tangent there, you today, you guys, I hope this helps you because I know, I know how hard it is to stay consistent at things that you're like, I'm missing so many things for this. And people, we see those CEOs, we see these people look back and regret and they're like, wow, I should have, I should have enjoyed things in that moment, but I was just too busy. It's hard. It is hard. But again, if you guys just tell yourself it's a season of your life, It's not a never ending thing. I promise you're going to be so much more consistent. You're going to be committed and you're going to be on fire as you run to that goal of whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Other than that, you guys, that's all I've got left. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and give it a like for me, depending on what platform you're listening to it. 
too. And if you have a friend that needs to listen to this, send them that. Send them this podcast as well. I hope the message can reach a abundance of people so we can help each other in our mental health and in our running journey together. Love you guys. See you guys next week. Get out there and run your life before life runs you. Bye guys.